Entrepreneur on Fire bonus income report, July. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Fire Nation, John Lee Dumas here and welcome to July 2014's income report. We're fired up that you're here. Again, it's myself, Kate, and our accountant, Josh, the CPA on fire, that are joining you today. And we're going to dive into some really cool things. We're going to talk about World Domination Summit. We're going to talk about two new podcasts that Kate and I just launched and a third video show that I'm about to launch as well. We're going to talk about things that Josh has to share for entrepreneurs regarding taxes, which is going to be awesome. Kate's going to have some really cool perspectives about what she's done with her podcast building up and a whole lot more. But before we dive right in, let me give you a quick overview of what our income report is. We're going to get into more depth later on in this podcast. But for right now, July Fire Nation was our record month. Our gross income was $282,353.16. Our expenses actually dropped from last month, which we were pumped about, down to $40,765.42, bringing our total net profit to $241,587.74, being an increase of $78,000 in change over last month. So, Fire Nation, we're going to share with you why that happened, everything that brought money in, everything that took money out, all of our successes and all of our mistakes. So hold on tight. But first, we're looking back on July. And the thing that I know that we're all excited about was World Domination Summit. It was an incredible conference. It's the actual third time that I've been to World Domination Summit. It's Kate's second time, and it was Josh's first. So you're going to get some really cool 180-degree, 360-degree perspective from all of us right now. And I'm just going to kind of share exactly what the weekend was like, a quick rundown. I'm going to hand it over to Kate, get her perspective, her take, so to speak. And then we're going to talk about Josh's first ever online well, in person, but online entrepreneurship type conference. So we get to World Domination Summit in Portland. It was an amazing situation, an amazing city. We had a great Airbnb at a great location. We had a bunch of buddies who met us there and we just set up shop. And a couple hours later from when we touched down, we had a party going on. The roof deck at our Airbnb was rocking. I had got an acoustic guitarist. We had food. We had drinks. And we had 50 plus people up on that roof deck rocking and rolling. And I'm talking people who I look up to, people who I'm friends with, people who I never get to hang out with in person enough. And this is one of those reasons why doing a conference is a great way to really connect with people. You know, we had entrepreneurs like Jeff Goins, Scott Dinsmore, his wife Chelsea, Greg Hickman, Rick Mulready, Amy Clover, Pat Flynn, Chris Ducker, Nick Unsworth. The list truly goes on. Chase Reeves, Caleb, Corbett Barr. I mean, I could sit here and just say all the amazing and cool entrepreneurs that we were getting to hang out with in person because of this great conference. And we unconference, which is pretty neat. Myself and Kate actually didn't go to the conference. So we're going to give you a, a different perspective because of that. And we're going to give you a little more in-depth about the weekend. But Kate, what I'm going to do right now is kind of hand it over to you, kind of share with us you know, your kind of perspective from that first night at World Domination Summit. And then you and I will go back and forth about the rest of the weekend. Then we will hand it over to Josh so he can kind of give us that first timer's perspective. 
Yeah, definitely. So first, I'll just say hello to everybody. What's up? And, um, you know, World Domination Summit was such a blast. John, like you said, it was so incredible to be hanging out with these people in person, one-on-one. You know, we're very lucky to live in San Diego. And of course, we're surrounded by a lot of incredible people. Pat Flynn, Amy Porterfield, um, you know, Nick Unsworth is our neighbor. There's just so many great people here, but you know, we get busy and there's a lot of people who aren't in San Diego too. So, I mean, these people that you've mentioned that I've heard tons about and that I've talked online with a lot, like Jeff Goins, like Scott Dinsmore, you know, it was really incredible to spend time with those people face to face. And that's a power of being at a conference, even when you're not at a conference. I mean, like you said, John, we didn't even have passes to actually attend the sessions and we still got to be very involved in building relationships and meeting all these incredible people. And, you know, being surrounded by people like that is so uplifting. It's so motivating. It's so encouraging. Um, You know, I had tons of stuff going on in my head when I was having these amazing conversations with people. Um, It's just, it's so, so valuable. And, you know, what I love about going to a conference, and it really showed this time more so than the first time that I went to World Domination Summit, at which time I did not have a pass to the conference either. But this time I really focused on asking people, you know, what the most valuable thing that they were getting out of the conference was. Like, for example, I would I would ask people what their favorite session was. And, you know, very much across the board, everybody had pretty much the same thing to say. And I thought that that was really interesting because you almost kind of get an inside look at the conference without even actually attending. And, you know, to hear people say the same things over and over about some of the speakers was really cool because I almost felt like I was there. So that's my two cents. I had a great time. It was such a blast hanging out with you guys. Of course, getting to hang out with Josh in person. I mean, we've met Josh before. We had him out here in San Diego with us before, but to spend a weekend with him was really awesome as well. No, that's a great take, Kay. We love that, obviously. And, you know, that was just really Friday night was what we've described so far um, to a T. But a lot of people are saying, well, what did you do like the rest of the weekend if you didn't have pass it to the conference? And like snap your fingers for us and the weekend was over in kind of a sad way because we were so just enjoying walking around Portland, stopping in the coffee shops where a lot of other unconferencers were just laptops open, having mastermind sessions, chatting away, having a blast. You know, we did, um, I think it was like a 24,000 step day. Uh, myself, Greg Hickman and Nick Unsworth, we had our up 24s on that were tracking every single step. And we just walked and walked and walked, got to know Portland, the city incredibly well. It was a inc- very, very hot day. So we had to stop a number of times to uh, replenish our fluids, so to speak. Uh, but the whole entire weekend was awesome. We had these massive breakfasts every morning with our friends, got to hang out, you know, got to engage the people that were there at the actual conference. The World Cup was going on. So we got to watch a bunch of it right there in Pioneer Square in downtown Portland. And then before we knew it, Kate and I were jumping on the train to head over to the airport to fly back to San Diego. So the weekend was amazing. You know, for people that are thinking that, hey, is a conference for me? I don't really know if I want to spend maybe $1,200 on a ticket or whatever it might be. You know, maybe your first conference is an unconference. You know, go there and really be active and, and make sure you're reaching out to people and setting up coffee dates and, and dinner dates and breakfast dates and really looking to see where those meetups are. And, you know, the last thing that I want to talk about is the meetup that myself, Pat Flynn and Chris Ducker put on 
the virtual freedom meetup. It was Saturday. It was 4 p.m. or I think actually it was 5 p.m. that we started it at the picnic house right in the center of Portland, downtown in the city. We had hundreds and hundreds of people show up for this meetup that we had. You know, we provided drinks, we provided food, we got to talk about Chris's book, and Pat and I, who are huge supporters of Chris Ducker on his current virtual freedom book tour, you know, we're so happy to be a part of that meetup. And it was just a great time again to welcome in Fire Nation and Podcast Paradise Nation and every other, you know, nation that we're creating here at Entrepreneur on Fire to this meetup and see them in person and and say hi and hug and shake hands and just chat for a bit. So that was Kate and I's perspective of World Domination Summit. Two thumbs up from both of us on the non on the unconference side of just going there with a plan and meetup in place and definite definite goals to hang out with people who we look up to and we admire. But now we're going to give you another perspective of our accountant, Josh, who's getting into this online entrepreneurship world step by step by step. He had never been to one of these conferences before. He decided to buy a ticket so he could experience it, which I did recommend because these are great sessions, inspiring and motivating speakers. So Josh, introduce yourself again to Fire Nation and then give us your perspective. Yeah, thanks, John. What's up, Fire Nation? Uh, happy to be here again. And yeah, the World Domination Summit, my first time there. My first time really, like you said, to any of these entrepreneur conferences. And as far as the conference itself, I thought it was good. I thought there were some awesome speakers. I definitely had some takeaways that I'm going to actually use in my business. Um, I thought it was worth the price of the ticket for sure. And uh, as always, we can do a little CPA tip here. This is tax deductible, so that makes it even better. <laughs> But uh, if I had to go, I will go again. But when I go again, I probably won't do the conference. Uh, to me, is more of a, a one-time thing, getting that experience. I do feel like it was more geared towards people who are just getting started, a lot of motivation involved, or maybe people who just need that motivation at this point in their business. So uh, while I thought it was good, uh, next time I go, I'll probably do what you guys did and do the unconference thing. But by far, the greatest value I got out of going there was just the people I got to hang out with after the conference, hanging out with you and Kate and Nick Unsworth and Greg and Pat Flynn. I mean, when do you get an opportunity like that? And you can't help but walk away with motivation and inspiration to get started in your own business. I mean, I came away with so many ideas from you guys that I'm implementing in my business already that that alone made the trip worth it to me. All right, let me put you on the spot real quick. Share with Fire Nation one idea that you took away that you've already implemented. Yeah, so I was uh, talking to Nick Unsworth and he was telling me about his uh, go- how he writes his goals out every month and how he writes a letter to himself to uh, to do that. And I, I did it this month and cool. we're already, uh, what are we, the, at the ninth and I've already hit one of my five goals I've made. And I, th- I think that letter was a big part of it. That's huge. That's so awesome. I love that. I love that too. And you know, what you write down and what you talk about becomes real. You know, don't just think things and don't just say one day maybe sit down, give yourself a time parameter. A month is a great time parameter. Write down some goals. And you know what? If you don't hit them, then analyze why you didn't. And that's just as valuable in a lot of ways. So great feedback, Josh. I'm looking forward to chatting with you in a couple minutes with some great tax tips for entrepreneurs. But before we dive into that, Kate and I have a couple pretty cool things and exciting things to share because July was a big month for a number of reasons. Specifically for me, 
I launched my second daily podcast. I know it's insanity, Fire Nation. It is craziness. But I just wanted to bring a different twist to the podcast that were coming out of the Entrepreneur on Fire headquarters. Entrepreneur on Fire is doing great. I love it. The systems are in place. Nothing's going to change there. But now, Quotes on Fire is live. It's a daily podcast where I share quotes from history's greatest entrepreneurs. Then I expound upon them. And then I share a killer resource. These are three to four at most five minute podcasts. And this was honestly for you, Fire Nation. I was getting so many emails saying, John, I love listening to Entrepreneur on Fire when I'm driving to work or hitting the gym. But sometimes, you know, I'm just taking the dog for a quick walk, right? I'm just folding a batch of laundry. It'd be great to have bite-sized content from you as well. And this is the bite-sized content. This is in response to me listening to you, Fire Nation. So I would love if you checked it out. Just go to Q ofire.com or obviously type in my name or quotes on fire in iTunes and it'll pop right up. I'd love to hear your feedback on quotes on fire. It's already been really well received. We've been pinned at the number one spot in all of iTunes uh, for new and noteworthy. And by the time you hear this, which will be pretty much tomorrow, um, you you will be able to still see it there because I have no doubt because of the just number of downloads and ratings and reviews that Quotes on Fire is getting, the response from Fire Nation is going to keep it there for the foreseeable future. So thank you for all the support. For those who haven't listened to it, I really look forward to hearing your feedback. And I'm not going to even give too much of a prep for the next one because I want Kate to really get into some details. But Fire Nation, welcome Kate's take. Thank you, John. So Kate's take, I'm so, so excited about it. Um, you know, it started out just as us kind of strategizing and saying, okay, let's get the Entrepreneur on Fire audio blog back up and running. John had launched this before he was reading my blog post and kind of due to bandwidth and, you know, just not really having a good strategy in place in my mind. You know, it, it was kind of we didn't keep it going. Um, so I was really excited to get the Entrepreneur on Fire audio blog back up and going. And, you know, I was hearing so much feedback and from so many people that they felt like I was so behind the scenes, you know, like I, they would love to hear my voice and to hear me read my posts. And so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to take it all the way. I was talking to my good friend, Amy Clover, and she's like, what do you think about Kate's take? And, <laughs> you know, I fell in love with the name. I thought it was so clever. And so I'm very, very excited about this podcast. Um, I'm really excited to be sharing myself with an audience. I'm really excited to be, you know, sharing my tips and my advice and my experiences. And really what Kate's Take is all about, you know, it's not just the Entrepreneur on Fire audio blog. It's not just me reading, you know, our blog posts. But I'm, I really want to try to help listeners uncover their own entrepreneurial journey. And, you know, through realizing that I had so much content and was really wanting to maximize that content, because after I hit publish and, you know, it goes out on our website and, you know, people read it and they share it on social media. And then three, four months down the line, you know, what's happening to that content? How are people finding it? And, you know, I thought it was just a really great idea to kind to try and get that content out through a different medium, which, you know, why not a podcast? I mean, it seems like such a no brainer now that it's launched, right? <laughs> do you ever like, I mean, I'm sure we all do this. We look back and we're like, I can't believe I didn't think about that before. But, you know, everything kind of aligned. It seemed like a really great time to do it. Our bandwidth is, you know, much greater now than it was before. And I'm just really excited about the audio blog being live. 
Um, so Kate's Take, the Entrepreneur on Fire audio blog, it's in iTunes. I just got a welcome email from Stitcher Radio yesterday, which I'm really excited about as well. Um, so go check it out. I start out with the fire path and that's actually an email campaign that John and I did. So there might be some people listening who, you know, entered that campaign and kind of followed us on the fire path. And that's what I'm starting the audio blog out with. So if you were a part of that email series or if you're interested in checking out what the fire path is all about, um, go check out Kate State. I would really appreciate your support. And of course, any feedback that you have, I would love to hear that as well. It's a great podcast, Fire Nation. I might be a little prejudiced, but uh, the Fire Path was a wonderful place to start. And for those who haven't word, heard the words, the Fire Path, it's where your passions and our guidance unite. So some great avatar, topic, you name it, we really get you going in the entrepreneurial world, get those wheels spinning and get that ball rolling, so to speak. And I definitely recommend to not miss the bonus episode, which is actually the second episode in the order of Kate's Take, where Kate and I actually have about a 20-minute conversation strategizing about Kate's take and about how we want to set it up and how and what Kate thinks that she should have and her asking her opinion, um, asking my opinion on Kate's take and different things that we should implement. It's kind of a really cool behind the scenes talk that we just hit the record button on, not really being sure if we were going to publish it. And then we said, heck, let's just publish it as a bonus episode. So for people that are thinking about starting a podcast, this is a really cool kind of insight bonus podcast episode that Kate and I recorded talking about you know, what would that look like? What would Kate's take look like? And this was a full month before Kate even published. So a lot of cool things going on. And the last thing, not to overload you, Fire Nation, but, you know, we're always looking to provide more content to give you more value, our lovely listeners. I'm about to launch a video show, and this video show is going to be on YouTube. It's going to be a video podcast on iTunes. It's also going to be an audio-only podcast on iTunes because I'm big on multicasting. If you create something on one platform like a video, you should always be repurposing that from YouTube into video podcasting and iTunes into an audio-only as well for a number of reasons. And just like Kate was hearing, Kate, you're behind the scenes. You're behind the scenes. Come out of the shadows. I've been hearing from a lot of people, John, you're behind the mic. You're behind the mic. You're behind the mic. What about a video every now and then? We'd like to see your face. We'd like to, you know, kind of have different ways to engage and take in your content. So in response to that, this month of August, I'll be launching Mornings on Fire, which is going to be a daily video show from myself to help ignite your day. It's going to be a variety show, guys. It's going to be raw. It's not going to be super professionally done. I mean, it's going to be me sitting on my balcony with my little handheld camera that I have and a lavalier microphone. And I'm just going to be talking at the actual video for a handful of minutes, you know, three to five minutes about some topic that I think is really important for entrepreneurs, something that I'm struggling with, something that I'm having a success with right now, you know, maybe sharing a quote, maybe having a guest on every now and then. It's going to start off raw. I'm going to be in a tank top and a hat having just gone back from workouts. You know, I'm going to be three days without shaving. You know, I'm going to be 
in you know a dr- in dress clothes if I'm about to be going out for the night. I mean, I'm going to just shoot this at different times. I'm going to shoot it at different locations. When we go out to Maine, I'll be continuing Mornings on Fire from Maine. And so it'll just be this kind of interesting variety show that I'm going to let take a life of its own. I don't really have any aspirations for where it goes. And I kind of like that idea. So if you, Fire Nation, have any ideas about what you think could make Mornings on Fire better or cool or interesting or exciting, then hit me up, john at entrepreneuronfire.com. I would love your feedback. Just put in the subject line, Mornings on Fire. My VA will know how to get me that information. So Kate, we're going to talk about one more thing before we dive into some really cool um, entrepreneur tax tips with Josh. And that's Fire Nation Elite 2.0. So let's give our listeners a little catch up about where we're at right now with Fire Nation Elite. And what does Fire Nation Elite 2.0 mean? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, John. Fire Nation Elite 2.0 is super, super exciting. I know it's something that you and I are both very passionate about because Fire Nation Elite was the first community that we launched for Entrepreneur on Fire. And, you know, we've talked about this several times. It kind of sprouted as a result of a lot of Fire Nation, you know, listeners reaching out to us and saying, you know, I would really love to have a tribe. I would really love to be a part of something where I can count on other people for support and for accountability and, you know, be able to communicate with other people, like-minded people who are in the exact same situation as I am, you know, who might be struggling through, you know, what's next for their business, who might be struggling even to start their entrepreneurial journey. Maybe they're still in corporate and they're still working the nine to five and they're trying to figure out, you know, how they make their entrepreneurial leap. And that's why we created Fire Nation Elite and Fire Nation Elite 2.0 is just a whole new level. We had our one year anniversary and, you know, we decided that it was time to step it up to the next level. We have, you know, daily activities going on that are posted and pinned in the Facebook group. We have an entrepreneur spotlight of the day where one of our members is kind of highlighted and they get to have a call to action to the group. And, you know, we've kind of recruited one of our very powerful founding 50 members, Dean Patino, as our Fire Nation Elite ambassador. And he's really helping us kind of take it up to the next level where we're doing Google Hangouts once a week. We are still inviting, you know, a expert in, in the industry on once a month to share tips and advice with Fire Nation Elite. So something that we're very, very excited about and you know, we're having chats right now. John's eight minute fire chats are going down um, in just about a week now, right, John? That's happening August 14th. So, you know, we have a few spots left. We're really excited to get some more tribe members in and, you know, help you rock your business. We're really looking to, you know, provide a community where you guys can thrive and, you know, improve and have support and that accountability and all these awesome things that come with being a part of a community. Only on fire entrepreneurs need apply fire nation. This is a reality. I mean, we are really looking to continue upon the actual amazing platform that we've grown with fire nation elites with fire nation elite 2.0 here in our second year. Like Kate was saying with what we have going on every single week with hangouts and with great guests coming in, we actually have daily actions every single day. It's either something to do with your blog or your Facebook channel or your Twitter handle or 
any other number of things, your podcast, whatever it might be. And we're also having these Firestarter classes, which are 30-day classes where you're going to, if you sign up for it within Fire Nation Elite 2.0, you are going to be going through this 30-day rigorous challenge that's going to accomplish an amazing goal at the end. So why do I have these eight-minute fire chats? Because we are only looking for the right entrepreneurs with the correct mindset to join Fire Nation Elite 2.0. That's why we're still here after a year. So that eight-minute fire chat, I'm going to get to know you. You're going to get to know me. We're going to really understand if you are a right fit for Fire Nation Elite 2.0. And then if I think you are, it's still I'm still passing you forward to a 10-minute chat with our ambassador, Dean, who's that kind of final stamp of approval. And if you make it through both of those application processes, then of course, Fire Nation Elite 2.0, our family will welcome you with open arms. But if you do make it through those stages, you will know that every single member within Fire Nation Elite 2.0, number one, is investing time in themselves every day. They've committed to that. Number two is investing money in themselves. And that's why it's such an impressive mastermind because everybody's there investing both time and money and making the most out of it. So unless you're of that mindset that 2014 is gonna be the year for you to crush and to focus and to just absolutely dominate, don't don't take up a fire chat with me when somebody else that really wants it might get blocked out because of it. But if you want to check it out, just go to firenationelite.com and you can sign up there. And John, let me jump in here too, because maybe some of the listeners are thinking, you know, okay, Fire Nation Elite 2.0 sounds awesome, but like, how did you guys even come up with this idea to call it 2.0? And like, why is it different from the first Fire Nation Elite? And like all these other questions. And, you know, that's what's important for us about this income report is that we share all of that with you guys. And, you know, Fire Nation Elite 2.0 was a direct result of getting feedback from our tribe asking them, you know, what's missing for you in this tribe? What more do you want to see? And, you know, how can we grow? How can we make this better for you guys? And, you know, all that feedback from our tribe members and Fire Nation Elite helped us shape Fire Nation Elite 2.0. You know, we talk a lot about the importance of listening to your audience and listening to that feedback. And it's the same when you create communities, even more so because those people, like you said, John, are very invested, you know, financially, time-wise, everything. They're putting everything into this to be a part of this tribe. And so, of course, we want to listen and help make this the best it can be for them. So that's really how Fire Nation Elite 2.0 came to be, is we kind of gathered up all this feedback with the huge help of Dean, and we were able to take it to the next level for our tribe. So Fire Nation, you can see why Kate's take is so valuable to Entrepreneur on Fire. And Speaking of on fire, without further ado, I'm going to bring on our accountant who has been patiently awaiting our CPA on fire, Josh Bowerly. Josh, what do you have for us today in the entrepreneurial tax world? Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited about this month because the last four or five months, we've kind of talked about the fundamentals of building a business from a tax perspective, right? So things like uh, choosing the right business entity, choosing your accounting method, paying quarterly estimated taxes. And these are huge, they're important, they're the fundamentals of your business. But a lot of people don't find them, you know, they're not not fun, they're not the, how am I going to reduce my taxes? So I think we're ready to move on at this point. And over the next five months, we're going to give our top five tips for entrepreneurs to save money on taxes. So 
This month is my personal favorite, and it's how to deduct your everyday expenses in your business. So things like your phone and internet, your meals and entertainment, your travel, your home, right? These are all things that you had before you had a business, and now that you have a business, you can deduct them either partially or fully on your tax return. So we'll just go over a little bit of each one here, um, looking at phone and internet. So John, I'm sure you had a cell phone and you had internet service long before you started Entrepreneur on Fire, right? Long before. Right. But now that you have that business and you're using that cell phone in your business and you're obviously using your internet connection in your business, you can deduct that in your business. So you just take the percentage that you use business versus personal. So most people, that's somewhere around 75% business, 25% personal. 75% of that bill you can deduct on your taxes now. Wow. Fascinating. It is. Uh, Meals and entertainment. So I'm sure that you're constantly having lunch, dinner, drinks, coffee with people like Nick Unsworth, Pat Flynn out there in San Diego, right? Yep, all the time. And you're talking business. It's not just personal conversations. Business is our life, Josh. So we're always chatting biz. (laughs) It's it's always mixed, right? So you can deduct that in your business, 50% of that bill. So whether you go with Pat and you pay for you and Pat, or you go and you just pay for yourself, 50% of that bill you can now deduct in your business. And here's a way that I really like to use this. So let's say that uh, you like to golf. And let's say that Pat likes to golf. And you guys decide that every Friday, you're going to have a lunch and golf meeting where you're going to discuss business. He's going to give you advice. You're going to give him advice. So you're going to go have lunch. You're going to play 18 holes of golf. And you're going to spend a lot of that time talking business. Now that whole trip is 50% deductible in your business, a trip that you probably would have made anyways, but now you're uh, coinciding it with business, you're going to deduct it in your taxes. Man, I wish that I didn't love paddleboarding so much, which was free. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll we'll take a portion of the cost of the paddleboard. How about that? Perfect. All right. So the next one, travel. Everyone loves to travel, right? Especially the the new location independent entrepreneurs. They love to take advantage of that and get out there and travel. Well, an awesome part of having your business is you can relate that to your business and deduct that travel. So a good example I have actually from this month, I had a client who had just started a CrossFit gym. They were taking a vacation with their family down to Miami, Florida. And I told them while they're there, set up a lunch every single day with a successful CrossFit gym owner there. So they did that. All five days they were down there, they met with a different owner. And now most, if not all of their trip is deductible on their tax return. And it was benefit to them. They got to meet these great CrossFit owners. Exactly. Yeah. And we're we're not talking just having a sham meeting here so you can write this off. We're talking have a real meeting where you're going to sit down and take notes and learn. And then it's deductible on your taxes and your learning. Love it. So the, the, the fourth one here is your home, okay? Obviously, you have a home before you own your business. But now that you're probably operating that business out of your home, at least uh, you have a home office, a portion of your home is now deductible on your taxes. So this one gets a, a little confusing, but just to, to, to get it real general here, you want to take the size of that room compared to your whole house. So let's say it's 10% of your house, the room that you use. You can deduct 10% of your mortgage, your rent, whichever one you have, um, your utilities, any cleaning you have involved, you can write off 10% of that on your tax return. So those costs that were going to be there, whether you had a business or not, you're now writing off. Okay. So this is just huge. It's one of the greatest benefits of having a business is all these expenses that you were deducting long before you had a business, you're now able to deduct on your tax return. Fire Nation, like this right here alone can save you thousands and thousands of dollars on your quarterly tax and of course your annual tax bills, which is just going to increase your runway, which we all need to do as entrepreneurs. So Josh, wrap wrap this up for us. Anything that you're doing, no matter what you're spending money on, ask yourself, can I relate this to my business? If the answer is yes, then chances are you can deduct at least part of that in your business. Wow. 
Fascinating stuff, Josh. Thank you again. You truly are a CPA on fire. And you know, these listeners are like, wow, Josh has great audio quality. He has an incredibly sexy voice. Where can I hear his podcast? What, what would I tell them? <laughs> I tell them that it's uh, coming very soon uh, and it's actually going to be called CPA on fire. Yes. And oh, I love it. I hope it's one of your August goals or if not at the very latest September. Yeah, September is coming out for sure. And September is one of the August goals to have ready to go for September. CPA on fire. You heard it first here, Fire Nation. Josh, of course, came to me and said, John, this is an amazing opportunity. I would love to be able to use the on fire branding. And, you know, Josh, to me, is part of the team. He is part of the Entrepreneur on Fire team. So I could not be more excited, could not have been happier to say, absolutely, man, I'm going to support this in every way, shape, and form. So you'll be hearing more Fire Nation when CPA on Fire ignites the accounting world, if that's even possible, but (laughs) it definitely will. And Josh, thank you so much for for sharing that with us. And again, Fire Nation, if you want to come back to eofire.com slash income 11, Josh actually breaks this down in a really digestible way on the actual blog post that we have here for this. So come back and check it out. And Josh, what if somebody wanted to shoot you an email or check out your website? What's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, the website is cpajdb.com and the, just email me cpajdb at gmail.com. And maybe soon to be cpaonfire.com, right? Very soon. <laughs> and then we'll just be forwarding from that old one with a lot of different letters to CPA on fire, which nobody will ever forget. So. Exactly. Make it a little easier for them. <laughs> Love it, Josh. Thank you for that. And Fire Nation, without any further ado, we're hitting the home stretch here. We're going to talk about July's income breakdown. I'm going to take you through some of our biggest income generators, about some of our biggest costs to the business. And then we're going to bring it home with Kate. She has something really cool to share. And let's just dive right in. Podcasters Paradise is our flagship. We do a free live podcast workshop every single week, Fire Nation. And that's where we generate 87% of our revenue for Podcasters Paradise, which in July came to $190,893. We brought in 200 and I think 12 Paradise members into Podcasters Paradise in the month of July, making it our biggest month ever of Podcasters Paradise members joining in our biggest revenue month ever coinciding. And it was just a phenomenal month. It's been amazing to see Podcasters Paradise hit 1,200 members and beyond, continue to grow. So many people are doing so many great things within Paradise. Come to our free live podcast workshop where we just share incredible value for you, the fellow or future podcaster, and so, so much more. Uh, Number two was Webinar on Fire, where we teach people how to create and present a webinar that converts, and that brought in over $17,000 in the month of July. Not too shabby as a little brother to Podcasters Paradise. We do two live webinar workshops every single month. If you want to learn anything about webinars, I give away our eight-step process of how to create and present a webinar that converts. You'll walk away from that webinar with a ton of knowledge, and it's value-packed. And if you are looking to take it to the next level, of course, we open the doors to Webinar on Fire on that free live podcast workshop. Our sponsorship revenue was out of this world in the month of July, and it will be for August and September as well as we're sold out. Um, 
$45,353. That's the total sponsorship income that we generated for Entrepreneur on Fire, having two sponsors per episode. That's what we cap out at for our download numbers. And again, if you're thinking about you know having sponsors on your podcast or what that would look like in the future, eofire.com slash sponsorships. That just will give you a great rundown on this massive blog post that I wrote. And actually, I want to even kind of back up here for one second because I actually did just complete what I've now called the ultimate podcast guide, where it's a 12,000 word post, which I spent an incredible amount of time, energy, and effort in. There's video tutorials throughout, and you can just find that at eofire.com slash podcasting because I want that to be the go-to. It has that entire article about sponsorships embedded within it, video tutorials, and everything about creating and growing a podcast and eventually monetizing. One-on-one mentoring for me was $5,000 in the month of July. And we did generate a couple hundred dollars with my book podcast launch, which is just 99 cents in Amazon. And then the audio version of that as well on Audible. Our affiliate income was a huge month. We generated $8,389, almost double last month. Bluehost was big, $1,800. Lead Pages was massive, $2,506, $2,506. Tim Page VoiceOver, $580. That's where Tim Page will create your intro and outro and jingles for an incredibly reasonable amount and even more reasonable if you ask for the Fire Special. Um, Audible, which is where you hear me say eofirebook.com for your free book. That generated $2,606. And the upcoming conference, Podcast Movements, we had $311 in affiliate sales for that, and Amazon was 576 So that was our major, major revenue generators that came in for the month of July. Again, you can come on to eofire.com slash income11 to get all of these details and to get all the links to all of these to sign up for or to check out, whatever it might be. Um, Kate, I'm going to kind of throw a curveball in here because I've been talking for a while. Why don't you go over the expenses and you know just kind of hit the top ones and talk about them briefly, and then we'll uh, hit the home run. Yeah, for sure. So our expenses, John mentioned this before that last month in June, we felt like our expenses were kind of high. And of course, we're always looking to keep our expenses as low as possible. Um, so I will go through kind of the big guys that we hit this month and kind of talk a little bit about why. So in advertising, we spent $1,270. A lot of that was on our Facebook ads, which we do for our podcast workshop that John just talked about. And um, I think this last go around. Actually, that was August. So this was for the month of July. So that was Facebook ads for the month of July. Um, we do. We had $2,323 for meals and entertainment this month, or last month, I'm sorry. And um, a big part of that was you helping host the event that you talked about earlier at World Domination Summit, the virtual freedom party. So that's why that number was a little bit higher than usual. Yeah, that's a high number. But myself um, and Pat both put $1,000 towards that virtual freedom meetup. Not to mention the Airbnb that we stayed at was not cheap. Not to mention, you know, we got an acoustic guitarist and a lot of food and drinks for that. So it was pretty much a lot of that was over that one weekend, but well worthwhile. Yeah, definitely. Um, so our Paradise Affiliate Commissions, that was $1,845. Um, you know, we had 
some pretty high promotional expenses in the month of July. And that's, um, you know, some building excitement for the people that are going to be at podcast movement. That's all I'll say. But we spent (laughs) $2,600 on promotional stuff. We include our refunds that we do for our communities. So Podcasters Paradise webinar on fire. We do have our refunds included in our expenses here. And then the other major expense for us would be our mid-roll sponsorship. And that's a cut that we pay the mid-roll for helping us out, kind of being the middleman for our sponsorships. And so that was $5,630. And then the rest of our expenses are our recurring expenses, you know, those that we pay every single month. Um, a couple examples of that would be like our chat roll account, which is the um, chat box that we have on our weekly webinars, our Infusionsoft fees, which were $382, and you know things like our Creative Cloud and our merchant account and our cell phone bill. So those were all included in our recurring expenses. So our total expenses for July were $40,765. Boom. And that gives us a total net profit, Fire Nation, of $241,587.74. So nobody's complaining on this side. We do want to also mention that Josh, actually, um, being a brilliant accountant, did get us on a payroll. So we do actually get a check once a month for $13,193. That was what we realized what we came to the conclusion was the right dollar amount for payroll for a number of reasons. And Josh is going to be talking about that in future episodes and of course on his own site as well. Um, so in summation, you know, that's what we had for the month income wise. Um, we do really encourage anybody that's looking for the value that we provide on these webinar workshops to come check out eofire.com. You can see right where to sign up for these free live workshops that we're doing every single week for Podcasters Paradise and then twice a month for the webinar on Fire Workshop. And Kate, Let's kind of bring this home with things that we learned in July and how stuff gets in the way if you let it. Definitely. This was a huge lesson learned for me in July. And one of the biggest reasons was because I was working on launching Kate's Take. And, you know, there's a ton of stuff that can get in our way when we're working on big projects like this, especially day to day. You know, you get caught up in your inbox, you get caught up in, you know, social media, whatever it might be that kind of holds you up. That stuff is always going to get in the way if you let it get in the way. So I kind of learned this because I knew that launching a podcast was going to be huge and a huge feat. And so first and foremost, I got myself an accountability partner. I teamed up with one person and I said, Hey, would you please be my accountability partner? We, you know, mutually agreed that we were going to hold one another accountable for our big goals. And my big goal in July was to launch the podcast. So I started out by breaking down my major, you know, uh, marks that I had to hit in order to launch my podcast the week of August 4th. And, you know, that included you know, nailing down a name and consistency in my logo, figuring out uh, my recording setup and learning audition and what Libsyn was all about, you know, gathering notes for the first episodes that I wanted to record and kind of have this schedule that I was going to record on an ongoing basis. And so I had some check-in dates with my accountability partner and I realized midway through July, I wasn't anywhere near where I said I was going to be. And I kind of started freaking out a little bit. I thought, 
you know, I'm, I'm nowhere near where I wanted to be on my schedule. And, you know, all this stuff keeps getting in my way. It keeps holding me back from doing the things that I said I was going to do. And I had a chat with another group of entrepreneurial people that I get online with every other week. And I was telling them about my frustrations. And they're like, Kate, you're just letting stuff get in your way. What are you doing? All these things that you're talking about are just stuff that you're letting hold you up. Like, why are you letting this stuff hold you up? And it just kind of hit me. They were so right. All this stuff that was getting in my way, it was getting in my way because I was allowing it to get in my way. So from that second moving forward, when I had that chat, you know, I had about nine days left to get my butt in gear and launch my podcast. And I did it. I really sat down. I focused. I sat down and I watched all the video tutorials that John created in Podcasters Paradise. I sat down and I learned how to edit an audition. I sat down and I practiced speaking into my microphone, which took a really long time because I was trying to be a perfectionist. And, you know, I finally shoved all that stuff aside realize that I don't that it doesn't have to be perfect that it's never going to be perfect that I just need to sit down and focus and do it. So that was a huge lesson learned for me. I launched my podcast exactly when I was said I was going to and yeah, that was my lesson. Stuff gets in the way if you let it get in the way. Fire Nation, valuable, valuable lesson. Definitely absorb that and try to see where in your life you're letting stuff get in the way when you just need to push it out of the way and say, I'm sitting down and for the next four hours, I'm going to get stuff done. And Fire Nation, I'm going to bring it home by sharing with you something that's really been impactful to me for the past about week because I had the honor of having Perry Marshall on Entrepreneur on Fire. His episode will be coming out in the end of August. Those of you who know of or have heard of Perry Marshall know what an honor it was for me. I mean, this is the guy that has worked hand-in-hand with Brian Tracy and Dan Kennedy and just some of the other absolute all-star entrepreneurs throughout the years. And it was just great talking to him on a one-on-one basis for Entrepreneur on Fire. So I'm going to get to share that with you, Fire Nation. But one thing that he's so keyed in on, and I just love it, is the 80-20 rule. 20% of your actions will produce 80% of your results. So sit down and think about which 20% of your actions are actually having results for you. You know what Josh is doing by sitting down at the beginning of the month and writing down his goals, you also need to be standing there at the end of the month looking back and saying, what did I do during that month that actually produced reactions, that actually produced solutions, that actually produced things that made things happen for me in the results area? This 80-20 rule is so powerful in so many different ways. I started applying it to my life. That's why Quotes on Fire went live. That's why Mornings on Fire is going to go live is just going to be impactful in so many different ways. So my challenge to you at the end of this quite long, we're at about the 45-minute mark income report here, is sit down now and at the end of this month and say to yourself, what are the 20% of my actions that are producing 80% of my results? And really analyze that. And then in the following month, Start spending all of your time and focus on that 20% because that's going to get you to where you need to be. So I've rambled on about 80s and 20s long enough now. Thanks for bearing with us for this entire chat. Josh, you dropped some CPA on fire value bombs. Kate, Kate's take is where it's at. So thank you for sharing your journey in that and how you got through some of that stuff that was in your way. I'm going to sign off and Kate, Josh, why don't you say sayonara to Fire Nation and we'll go on igniting the day. 
Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us today. We had a blast hanging out with you and, you know, just giving you a little inside look at our month of July. So thanks for joining us. Thanks, Fire Nation. Can't wait to talk next month. Boom. Fire Nation, ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast? Join me for our free live podcast workshop every week. Just visit podcastersparadise.com to grab your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.